ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. Guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world And good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Hello and welcome to the Black and Tasha episode 395. I'm Blake and I'm a big dummy. I forgot to hit record when we started recording the show, so we don't have an intro. So I'll just doing this quick quick so you have the intro for the show, and then when we come after commercial break, we will have the actual show that we recorded. Um, so yeah, that's me being a moron. This is like the second time this has ever happened, right? If we're not supposed to record when we started. So um, that's the problem is we recording. If we don't press record, it is the board for us. So there you go. Um, plus, I had a new setup because um, my laptop passed. My laptop died last week, so I'm dealing with a new setup. So, yeah, caught my fire here. No big deal. Have this all figured out. Um, so, real fast, help support the show. But I'll have you can find the show and all the fun you work on at thebeckasouthpost.com. That's where you can find the entire archive of the Friday Mighty Ducks. And you will hear the um, all the stuff for the Entertainment Apex that's coming in February. Um, you can also buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more. Before the public store, click on the public link on our website or go to the public search of the South Show. Also, go to localcaller.com and search the show there. On that third commercial, come back from the break, we will have our show normal. Alright, um, well, first up, we lost on Norman Donald. Uh, rest in peace. He died at age 61 after a decade long battle of leukemia. This one surprised a lot of people. Uh, I know I, I go back for a while. I, I was seeing clips and I'm like, hey, Celebrity Jeopardy. I forget sometimes that one of my favorite, one of my favorite Celebrity Jeopardy stuff is from Norman Donald. Sal, yeah. I'll throw it to you. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to make a mention of that. Uh, the Celebrity Jeopardies with him on it were just absolutely hilarious. Um, he was one of the first SNL characters that I really got to like and enjoy. And, you know, just the way he would deliver his lines, the way he would deliver the punchline. Um, he was just so nonchalant about it. And it was so hysterical. And, I mean, he was just, in my view, just a one-of-a-kind person on SNL. And, um you know, obviously he's been retired from SNL for a while and, you know, he did do some stand-up and stuff like that here and there, but um, I mean, geez, it's just, it's a huge loss for the comedy world. It really is. I agree. Dad, his, his timing and the way he delivered it, you know, the sarcastic way was just was fabulous because you couldn't tell whether or not he was serious being sarcastic. Uh, and he made, had some movies with uh, former SNL alum, uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, there was another movie. I'm trying to remember my 
the mind is terrible, but he still kept in touch with uh, current uh, SNL and former SNL people. And the comedy world is going to be extremely hurting uh, because of this, his loss and what he contributed. So, you know, my condolences to his family and his friends and his fans. Yeah. So um, one other thing, quick, quick, before we get into wrestling, um, Sal became official that the NHL players are going to the Olympics. I'm happy to hear this. I'm not going to lie. Um, Sal, thoughts? I heard. Sal? Yeah, it's exciting. I, I'm excited for it. Like, I'm happy this, this is actually happening. Um, so let's get right into the wrestling stuff. Did somebody call for the Easter boy, Rick Flair, to come on here and say a thing or two? Boy, you all Under the sea. Under the sea. Don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Akuna Matata! What are your wonderful phrase? Stop! Listen! Because... 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 I am Lance Catamaran. All right, uh, I moved things around. I know we have limited time with Sal, but mm-hmm. I want to get his thoughts on a few things here. Um, first of all, um, over in WWE world, I want to bring up some, I just want to say well, we're to the Triple H. I know he had heart surgery on the last week. He actually missed NXT 2.0 debut this week because of it. Um, it will be for the better. Yeah, for the better. But yeah, but um, Triple H had heart surgery. We lost Sal. I'll be back in a second. Uh, um, like, I'll be right back. Yeah, okay. No problem. My, my thing is, you know, with this cardiac situation, was it stemming from meetings between him and Vince or? No, from what I heard, it was a, um, it was a uh, genetic thing. Okay. So, so right. that's that. I, so well wishes to him. Um, Olympic gold medalist um, Gable Stevenson signed with WWE. This should not surprise anybody. But the big deal about this is he is staying in college. He's going to finish college. He's going to defend the NCAA championship. And then – join the WWE. Right. Apparently, they're even putting like a mini performance center at a college dorm. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. From what I'm gathering is that uh, the scouts that looked at him and looked on how he presented himself and went back to Vince with this, and they basically, Vince said, let's sign this guy before someone else does. Uh, and this is... I, the can't blame only... I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Right. And, and this is the only time that I can recall where you got a kid that's in college that basically Vince is saying, okay, finish college and then come to the performance center. I've never heard of a deal like that before. So this has got to be I the never, first. This is the first time ever in WWE history. Right. This is the first time in WWE history. And it's also a big deal because they also said they're going to help him train there at college. Like it sounds like they're picking up something moving it to his college. Good. To help him train. So I'm like, this is a big deal. Like I've never heard it before. And this is a well, big then, surprise. Then when he transitions after he graduates from college, you know, into the, like, the performance center, then it won't be so awkward for him. And it won't be, it won't take so long. I don't think yeah. it'll take that long. I mean, either. from what I hear, Vince is really high on this, on him. Everybody is. Everybody is. Let's be honest here. Everybody's high on him. Is he so, going to be like the next big thing? I think he will be. I think he might be the next Kurt Angle. Let's be honest here. He might be the next Kurt Angle. I'm not going to be surprised at all if he is. My thing is, is maybe he also passed what Kurt Angle has done. 
Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me. He is talented as hell, so it would not surprise me. I mean, if he had that kind of talent, half the talent he had on the at the Olympics, oh, we're in for a treat. We're in for the treat. So, <laughs> oh, and um, I'm sure they'll they'll work with him on on promos and, and cutting things, and you know. So when he does, he's already got a social media game right. He already got a social media game down. Oh, so, there you go. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Like the first there step you go, the right there. Um, speaking of social media game. Now, this is my transition to Big E cashing in his money in the bank and becoming WWE champion this past Monday. Did not see this one on our radar going into the week, but it happened. Um, Big E is the WWE champion. I want to throw a few stats right. out there that you probably don't even know. First of all, um, three of our last six WWE champions have been black men, which mm-hmm. is a big deal for a company that usually has white champions. Um, right. Our last two WWE title changes were on Raw which is a big deal. I don't remember the last time that's happened. So um, this is well, actually the last stuff going on here. Um, well, so Biggie is champ. And I, God. What, what's really weird is I he was alluding to it when he was on the show. You know, I'll say, you and I'm going to cash it, you know, and basically people are thinking, yeah, he says that, but it's not going to happen. Well, I don't know if you want to call it foreshadowing, but all of a sudden, here it is. You know, he comes to the ring and he tells the referee he's going to cash in his money in the bank. And that's exactly what he did. No, I, you know what? He went on social media earlier in the, in the in day. The night, earlier in the day and said, look, I'm going to be on Raw tonight. I'm cashing it. This is happening. Oh, there you go. And, and, I, and, and it's a big deal. It was head to head with Monday Night Football. And like, this is the big push for them. And yeah. so the ratings still went down. And uh-huh. um, the ratings are in the shitter, and it sounds like AEW might beat them in the ratings again. And, and, but it's just one of those things. And the thing is, is the way he beat Lashley was just to me, it, it was it was a great match. You know, showing what Biggie can do, and showing well, I just that it was it was actually a clean finish. We actually yes. had a clean finish in a money yes. cash. That never happens. Yes, like, that and, never and, happens. And, and that that just shows that the almighty Bobby Lashley can be beat. And he got beat with a finishing move, which is wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. Oh, by the way, another stat I thought about: uh, we've had three, we've had all three money, we had three money in the bank cash-ins this year. Mm-hmm. Three. It's insane. Like that's ridiculous. Like we had obviously we had the mid cashing on Drew, then we had Nikki Ash, and now we had this. Yep, that's crazy. <laughs> and, and and I'm hope and oh, God, I hope they don't screw this up. I'm hoping. I guarantee that- they will. I guarantee it- they will. <laughs> I'm hoping for Biggie to have a very nice long title run. You I don't know, think it's gonna be that long, probably a couple of months. I wouldn't even mind if he gets through a rumble. You know, I mean you, you gotta be rewarded for putting in your hard work and you got rewarded. And I'm hoping that they keep the belt on him for, for a while because you know it, it's kind of a similar situation with Kofi. Kofi worked hard, did all this stuff. And, you know, after got 10 years and then you know, he gets a title shot and he gets a belt with Big E, you know, it's the same thing. You, you got to reward your talent for the hard work and the education they're putting in here and how well they are, they are to the company. I hope, I hope that this sticks as a thing. Sal, your thoughts on Big E winning the title? Uh, about time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's, it's a weird situation. Like, I, I, I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. I, I I just don't trust. I don't trust anybody in WWE right now. I just don't trust them. 
at all on any level. My whole thing right. with, with Bobby Lashley, it was getting boring. Well, I don't mind long-term champions. Look at Roman. I don't mind long-term champions. But I like, understand it. But, you know, it, it was getting boring with Lashley because basically he was taking everybody out with, with his his full well, else. Yeah. And, but that's what a, that's what a fighting champion does, though. I understand that's what a it, heel but, fighting champion does. Look at Roman's doing over on SmackDown. But, like, but, but here's the thing. You know, if give him a couple other finishing moves, not just, you know, the... the well, he had the Dominator. He has things yeah, like that, but, so. He's he's using the, the hurt lack, you know. Well, it's a, he won a match at WrestleMania with it. You can't really blame him for it. I guess you know not. I mean? So I guess not, but... all right. Speaking of actually trusting people, let's move on to a company we all seem to be trusting right now, and that would be All Elite Wrestling, also known as the show that beat Raw in the in the 1849 ratings last week, um, <laughs> which is a crazy sentence. And it might happen again next week, and happen this week, and it definitely will happen next week. And we'll get into that in a minute. First things first, we were not here last week. We took the last week off because of issues. And we did not really discuss a lot. We're not going to get into a lot. We might hear a lot of talk. There's a shitload of talk everywhere. But mm-hmm. what I do want to discuss is Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and Ruby Soho mm-hmm. all debuted at a lot. So before we get into what happened on Dynamite this week, I do want to ask Sal's opinion, especially being in the building. But it's a big deal that all three of these people debuted in the same night, especially the way they debuted Danielson and Cole. Sal? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um you know, at first, when Adam Cole and Brian Danielson literally debuted the same time, I was a little concerned that Adam Cole got overshadowed for obvious reasons. Um, but you know what? I think it worked. I think it worked, and people enjoyed it, and uh, it was fun to watch. You know what I think helps? You know what I think helps? It's the fact that once the heel won the face. I think that's what helps. And, like... You have um, Cole going with the elite, and you have Danielson doing his own thing. Like if they're not like together, they didn't come in together. That does help. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dad, your thoughts? Um, I the way the Adam Cole got a pop was just amazing. The crowd went nuts, but then you kind of got to look at you know how he's got a friendship with the Young Bucks and everything in Ring of Honor. And they were basically going stronger Ring of Honor. And, you know, when other scouts looked at them and, and put them in the performance center, you know. No, 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 no. Okay. You're, you're, not, you're looking at it wrong. Okay. Adam Cole was put at NXT because Triple H was trying to compete against AEW with a indie show. That is why he was NXT. It so, nothing to do with so, the performance center. Nothing to do with so, training. It was like Triple H was trying to battle AEW. So basically, you take a talent that you figure is going to go to AEW. Hang on to him for a while, and yeah, basically exactly hope- see what happened. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and, then, and then everything happened. And the NXT rebrand happened. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But like Cole left, I don't blame him for leaving. I, I mean, can't blame him for leaving. No, and if you look at it, when they had the undisputed era, and everyone that was in the undisputed era were all friends at Ring of Honor. They're all champions, and they're all champions. Right, and, and the, and the <laughs> thing is. You snap up the groups so that way AEW didn't want to take any of them. I understand that, you know, that in that corporate mentality type of world. And now that it's coming to a close with these contracts, you're not going to be able to keep these guys. They're going to go where they want to go. It's true. And we'll get the more contract. I know Johnny Gargano's contract is expiring in December. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Kevin Owens' contract is expiring in January. So is mm-hmm. Sammy, Sammy Zane's. 
Like, there's a lot going to happen right, for the end, beginning of next year. I don't even expect any of these men to be in the Royal Rumble. I think they'll all be gone. They'll be in AW, kind of like Revolution, or I by all mean. out, or by all out next year. Like, it would not and, surprise me at all. And I think the reason why uh, a certain uh, person that we know has now the belt, and I think that was her way of keeping him in the organization. Oh, Ciampa. Ciampa. We'll get to Ciampa in a minute. We'll yeah. get to him in a few minutes. Um, AW, by the way, broke their pay-per-view buys record. 200,000 buys. That was their best pay-per-view ever. And then they didn't even include... That's just Fight TV and um, um, and um, BR numbers. That doesn't even include actual pay-per-view numbers. So, like, that's ridiculous. Like, um, by the way, Fight TV, I'm so happy they're on Fight TV. I love Fight TV. So I'm very happy they're on Fight. I hope they're on Fight from now on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Personally, better uh, streaming connection. I love Fight TV. I always have. Um, and um, Lucha Bros, they are now the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um, they, uh, well, I can't think of if they pronounce his last name, but Alex, the guy, their manager, is probably the happiest man on the fucking planet when they won those oh, belts. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he was oh, the yeah. happy between the entrance and the celebration afterwards. He was yeah. the happiest guy in the world. <laughs> I mean, if, if you if you looked at it at the end of the match, uh. Penta El Zero went to his girls and they yes, all that was hugged it. They, 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 he, he was a they, it was, it was the hug fest. <laughs> with, it was the hug fest with the daughters. And it's something you rarely see happen. And that, that shows you cool that. Moment. It was a cool moment. It was. And it shows you that this person not only is a professional wrestler, but he's a family man. Oh, I will say this. Um, this was, a, it was actually a big debate going on. That Wade Keller only put this at the 4.5 stars, where everyone else put five plus. I think it's one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. Period. Probably one of the best cage matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, where do you guys stand, Sal? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Is this one of the best matches ever? One of the best tag matches, best oh, cage match? matches ever made. Yeah, yeah, the tag match, the tag match. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was very well done. Um, <clears throat> I, um, it, it. it it definitely made you pay attention. Let's just say. Yeah, it was fin- it was phenomenal. Dad, thoughts on what's oh, yeah. the best time matches ever? It, it was a great match, you know, and uh, there, there was some blood, and it was coming from Lucha Bros. But it, it was exciting. It was exciting. It, it, was, it, so it, was, ex- it was exciting. It was, it was exciting because as they were both bleeding, and the blood was coming out really good, is he wanted <laughs> to know how much longer. Could they go and they showed you what they can do? Yeah, and I want to go back and rewatch this match. I haven't had yeah, time. I mean, it was, I mean, if you want to put it into with a candidate for match of the year, yeah, it would be in the top five, definitely. Yeah. If I have the time, I want to go back and rewatch this match. I just haven't had the time to do it yet because I want to be able to sit for half an hour and rewatch this match. I just haven't had time to do it yet. And um, my understanding is that, that the Lucha Bros want to be fighting champions and they're facing yeah, they are, they are. and and my thing is if and when the match happens between them and uh jurassic express that is going to be another good match would save that for down the road huh? Jurassic express is shooting with the super elite right now and by the way they're not the super elite they're no longer elite they're super elite under the adam adam cole I don't know if you knew that. They said that on commentary during Dynamite. They're now the Super Elite. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Adam called call the, the Super Click. Well, they also are the Super Elite, according to Excalibur. So, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, 
let's go to this week's show. I, I know Sal didn't want to do a full breakdown, but I have a couple of questions for him being in the building. First of all, you were texting me that there were sound issues. I'll just explain that to people that are watching it at home. We had no issues at home. So what was going on in the building? So I don't know if it was just because we were on the upper level or what the case was, but no matter what it was, either person talking on the mic in the ring or the backstage segments that they would play on the Tron, the volume was so low, you you it was like worse than a whisper. You couldn't hear really anything wow. people were saying. And the entire time, everyone every time somebody was speaking, like we were just like, you know, we were chanting, we can't hear you. Like we literally just the videos like, or also microphone stuff too. Was it just the video? It was promos? both. It was both. Oh, Any, really? Anytime wow. they played a video on the Tron uh-huh. or the backstage segments on the Tron or live in the ring. I mean, even Justin Roberts, we barely heard him. I mean, it was just, I don't know what the hell it was. And, and, wow, and it wasn't because the crowd was like... Oh, no, because when, when, when Brian Danielson came out yeah, and when Adam Cole came out, everyone was dead silent because we knew that we were having issues. So people really didn't even make a peep. Mm-hmm. The entire and we still couldn't hear what the hell they were saying. Wow, that's crazy. I was going to ask you, pop of the night for you. What do you think? What pop of the night? Include rampage in there too, if you want to. Yeah, so we uh, we got there and uh, they did the dark elevation. Uh, they started at like seven oh five. That's and, about what they did for us too, for our show. Yeah, yeah, it ran until like quarter to eight, and then you know you had that little intermission until they went live. Did you get Tony Khan? Did Tony Khan come out? He came out all three times. He came out before nice. Elevation, okay. before Damn. Before Rampage. We only got him twice. We only got him yeah, twice. We only got him twice. <laughs> and he came out, and um, what's their faces came out to interrupt him. Um, um, what are they called? Uh, Max Caster and the other one. Um, oh, 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 um, 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 the acclaimed. The acclaimed, yes. So they came out all three times to, uh, to interrupt. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, because okay, what's his face cool. is from Newark, so they had to incorporate uh, them. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. And he wasn't gonna be on the main show, so that makes sense. Right. Um, mm. so that was fun. And again, we couldn't hear what he was saying anyway. Um and, and what a difference uh, because if you go back to the show me and dad went to, I have all the audio from like everything that was on, all the all like the Tony Khan talks and speeches. I have all the audio from everything. I hear everything loud and clear. Yeah, That's crazy. No. Yeah, it it, it it sucks. I mean, it really does. Out of curiosity, out of curiosity. What song did he come out to? Because in Milwaukee, he came out to the Laverne and Shirley theme. Did he come out to anything special in Jersey? No, not that I not that I remember. Okay, because I know he came out to the Laverne and Shirley with us. So I thought that was pretty funny. You know, you can put your hand down, by the way. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not, I didn't even, did it like recognize <laughs> that I put my hand up? Like, yeah, it said, yeah, it said, yeah, there you go. It moved you on the screen. It said you raised your hand. <laughs> it moved you on my screen. My hands um, are right here. Anyway, anyway. Um, so, so how was the crowd though? How was the crowd? Was it sold out? Like they said on television, was it a sold out building or? It looked like it was sold out for dynamite. I mean, obviously, you know, for dark elevation, people were still filing in and there really wasn't that full. Uh, dynamite looked full. I mean, from what I saw, every mm-hmm. seat except for, um, you know, the, the row of black leather seats, camera side. Obviously, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. empty, probably because of the cameras and stuff like that. But every other seat, it looked like there was a person in it. So it nice, looked like it was sold out. Nice, uh, nice. And then for uh, Rampage, I want to say maybe halfway through, people started leaving. Like once, Which, like. That, yeah. Well, the funny part is, I know with our show, they, didn't, they really didn't know half our audience didn't even know Rampage was happening. But we were talking about it before the show. 
Uh, well, that's what I was saying about my show yeah. too. Yeah. They 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 never advertised at all that they were doing a rampage taping. So that's why I was confused as to whether we were going to get one or not because they never made any mention of it except for apparently on commentary that Mandy caught last week. Well, and, I, and, we, and she caught it, but also I looked it up. Remember, we were in the building. I looked it up. And um, there's no Rampage taping this week. And there's no Rampage tapings until I think they're doing that Saturday night Dynamite in a few weeks. That's oh, the yeah. next the, Rampage. The, yeah, the, the next Friday night the, live show. Because even, even when we got no, not there. That one, not that show. Not that show. Not okay. that one, Dad. That's different, just something different. I'll talk about okay. that in a minute. Because even when we got there, um, you know, when they did the elevation, why is it saying I want to raise my hand? I'm not raising You're my fine. hand. You're fine. You're fine, um, Dad. You know, when, when people start going under the ring... You know, obviously they have to lift the apron cover, right. and like you can see that there's the 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 dynamite one underneath, right. right? But then there was nothing underneath that, so that was another reason why I was thinking they weren't going to do the rampage taping. But then after dynamite went off the air, um, Mox and all of them were still fighting. So while they were still yeah, I was going to ask that. Crowd, I'm yeah. question about that. That was funny. They were that still fighting in the crowd, the and um, they were switching the ring over, and they literally took all the aprons off, and then. Attached <laughs> dino, uh, the uh, the rampage one, so I'm like, all right. I I'd love to know how many people knew, like how many people actually knew rampage was happening in that case that didn't do the research or were paying attention, or because, like, for instance, even in our show, if you went the week before and they were promoting the tag team tournament, because we had the finals of the tag team thing in our show, right. and then if you watch the graphic on rampage, it said Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on the graphic for rampage like two weeks before, so like we knew two weeks ahead of time that our show did a rampage because of that tournament. There was nothing like that for you guys, which is weird. Yeah, and I can tell you, which, I'm, I mean, I don't know what they said mm-hmm. because we couldn't hear, but I can tell you that um, for Rampage, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Ruby Soho will be confronting each other in the ring. And cool. apparently from, from crowd reaction, because I guess the lower tier can hear everything, uh, Ruby had... Really good comebacks. Cool, I can't wait to hear Friday. I can't wait to hear Friday. Yeah, that's cool. That's good to hear. So, um, well, actually, so next week, Dad mentioned this. Next week, we have four hours of AEW television next week, which is in freaking insane. Like, we have four hours of AEW TV next week. Um, We have um, Grand Slam Dynamite and Grand Slam Rampage. Yep. Um, because they sold out. The um, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yep. <laughs> they have close to 20,000 people going to be at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah. Their biggest crowd ever. Their yeah. biggest crowd ever happening um, next week. And I don't blame them. I, I, I mean, it's going to be weird watching four hours wrestling on Friday night. That's going to be weird. But after SmackDown watching Rampage, that's going to be very strange. But I don't blame them for doing it. No. And yeah, having no the way. stadium run as they can yeah, and no doing this ridiculous card. I mean, here, here's the thing. If you got a stadium that sold out and people are, are buying tickets and they basically you know climbing you know we want more we want more do another show and all of a sudden you figure okay we can do this and you sell two shows well they sold one show out and they're doing two shows right what's going on and, 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 and the thing is you're doing two shows doing four hours of, of wrestling my thing is Actually, probably five hours if you're evolution I guarantee I mean, I mean and here's the thing Oh, you're, you're right. going to compete so against NXT 2.0? No, they're not. No, they're not. How? They're not. NXT's on Tuesday. Right. But if it's Wednesday, they... Friday. It's Wednesday, Friday. Okay. But then you watch Friday AEW, 
That's not that's after SmackDown. Okay. Did they did they advertise to you guys that it's a two hour special? Yes. There was yes. Not, we just talking about that when you walked off. It's gonna be yes. two hours, and we have a stack <coughs> card. Both did they give you the card? I have the cards. I'll run through the card. Okay, right I was gonna here. say because they the flashed card. the card to us really. Quick. Yeah, I actually went through it this morning. Really I went through it this morning. I put it up on the Blake House Show page, like just for Instagram page this morning. So this is the card for Dynamite. Well, everyone. Everyone left by the way. So just so you know. Cool. Uh, okay, this is the Dynamite for Grand Slam Dynamite. We have Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Holy shit, that's happening. Yep. We have um Britt Baker DMD versus Ruby Soho for the title. We have FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen. We have Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. And we have MJF versus Brian Tillman Jr. That's on Dynamite alone. Um, oh, well, before we move on, Sal, what was the reaction of Rosario Dawson jumping on Malachi's side of Black in the building? We were so confused because we were like, who the hell is that? First, I thought it was, um, what's her face? Um, Brandy? No. Um, um, Red Velvet? Red Velvet. I thought it was Red Velvet at first. Okay. And then I like I'm staring at the Tron because obviously you know she was all the way down on the floor, and I'm like that doesn't look like her. And then I was just like beats the hell out of me. We had no clue. I had no clue. Okay, I was wondering because at home they explained it to us like the announcer was able to, but it's but, Austin on TV. But it's all time. If, 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 <laughs> I think her jacket had her name on oh, it. It, it had um the um, Nightmare Family logo on it. That's where that's what right, her, her name was her name was on the jacket also. Yeah, but if you're watching TV, you know who was there with Dawson it. Let's I just know. be honest here. Yeah, know who she is. Yeah. So so um anyway so that's that I was wrong you know I have actually though any of what were the biggest pops for your show I can want to ask him before you walked off like Adam Cole Brian Daniels what were the biggest pops for your show I so I don't know if it was just me but I felt like Adam Cole coming out wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the crowd obviously when his music hit got into it, but I don't know. I guess I was expecting it to be louder. Um, but that was just me. I mean, I don't know that it could have came off a little bit differently on TV. Uh, and same thing with Brian Danielson. I felt like I felt like it wasn't as loud in the arena as I thought it would. CM Punk was loud. I can tell you that. CM Punk was loud. Jericho was loud. Mm-hmm. That annoying jackass that I can't stand when he talks on the microphone. Uh, Lambert, cutting Jericho's music off was loud. I appreciate the crossing along anyway, by the way. Appreciate that, Dan, by the way. Dan Lambert and his crew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, to me, didn't sound that loud. But then again, that could have been just me. Um, Cole was loud on television. Cole came off extremely loud on TV. Oh, yeah. Okay. Danielson, I know there was talk on Wade Keller's show that it felt like the crowd's having trouble getting into his new music still. Like the hip hop. I love it. I mean, I, oh, I, I love the song. Like getting into it, like getting into it. Because you're not used oh, to the okay. song yet. Not into, not used to the song yet. Maybe like in a couple of months when everyone is used to the song, then they'll be like, yeah, we know how to dance to this now. We know how to get into this now. Like, yeah. like, like, like you know what I mean? It's a brand new song. Everyone loves the song, but you got to get into it. You know what I mean? You got to get into it with So, um, how would the Pop Ruby Soho on, um, on Rampage? Really good. Um, they, she, they, they, we were loud for her. Uh, obviously, when when Britt came out, that was big. Um, and yeah, like I said, like we couldn't hear the exchange when they were doing their in ring thing, but Ruby was like on fire because it was just, I mean, people were just reacting to it. But again, I don't know what was said, but there was definitely some good dialogue between the two because there was definitely some good reaction out of the crowd. Cool. Cool. All right. So we're we talking about Dynamite Rampage, the other show going on, I think, the two hour show for that. The card so far 
is Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Holy shit, that's crazy. CM Punk returning to the ring on TV against Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, I have a question for Sal before I, after I continue on. Um, Jericho and Hager versus the men of the year, Scorpius Coyotes and Paper Dan Lambert. And also there's the match with Suzuki Yoon. I don't know if that even knows this is almost officially happening. Suzuki Yoon, Suzuki and Lance Archer taking on Moxley and Kingston. That sounds like it's going to happen on Rampage. Oh, yeah. Which is insane. I can't believe that's happening. Sal, I have to ask you. <clears throat> Do you have a clue what was going on with Punk and Tess? Um, so obviously we, you know, you don't hear the commentary when you're there live. Mm-hmm. We were watching. We had no clue what was going on. We had no clue what was going on. Whole exchange. We there was literally no audio, and that wasn't because we couldn't hear it. There was literally no audio. Well, Taz um, didn't so- have a mic. Taz didn't have a mic either. So, like, he was literally talking to them through the freaking headset. Through there. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So, so we, we, just, we probably knew what was going on. Well, we well, what's really weird is all of a sudden, Punk is going, who's the troll that's coming here? Yeah, so, it was weird. It was, I enjoyed Punk on Comedy. He was on Comedy for longer than I thought he was going to be. He was on Comedy for a up until that attack, right? Yeah, it was yeah. nice. It was actually nice. And then, and then uh, you got Hook that's just kind of, like, doing... I love moves. how annoying Hook is. Can I say that? I love how annoying you know, he is. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I want CM Punk to get his hands on Hook. I really I think do. The person that gets his hands on Hook is going to get like the biggest ovation. Like I, I, I love how annoying Hook is. So my, <laughs> my, my thing is, if Punk gets his hands on Hook, do you think that him and Taz will have a match? No, I don't think Taz is wrestling. Okay. I don't think Taz is wrestling. I don't think he'll clear him. I don't think he wants to be cleared. Okay. If he wanted to be cleared, knowing AEW and how they're treating your legends, he would wrestle by now. I mean, he would have only wrestled by I now. Mean, like, I mean, I don't mind Taz on the on the mic. I don't. And uh, you he know. just have to have a point. The thing with Taz is you have to have a point. If doesn't have a point, he rambles. That's the point with Taz. That's all with Taz. I like Taz. Well, but like, I, I, and I think that's why Tony Schiavone kind of reels him in. Because all of a sudden, you kind of you don't want to have dead air, and that's why Tony makes some of the remarks. So, yeah. By the way, you saw you did miss Jr. Hysterical. I texted you this, but it was so hysterical. I was like, I hear they call this place the Rock, and then Punk's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> it cracked me up. That would make me laugh. <laughs> and also, Thanks. by the way, Punk, Punk, by the way, called the Prudential Center the house that Mark Campbell door built. <laughs> So that was cool. That was a cool it's moment. Like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was a cool moment. Oh, let me you know, ask you. When Jair when, when uh, said that... Was Dynamite... Were they advertising some that show that's on True TV? I think it's True TV. That Tacoma that show. FD show? Yeah. I yeah. Time. Because they had that advertisement everywhere the entire two hours. You know why? It's Warner Media. It's water media, and that's why it's all linked together. Like, for instance, when Jokers comes back, they'll be probably be up, they'll probably be commercial ever for Jokers too, because they're all in the same family. It's all Did the they same show, family. um, there was a guy like, the they are dynamite commercials during Jokers, so like it's a thing okay. that happens all the time. Like, <laughs> so I know that they showed the guy that was dressed up as Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that was that was that was okay, yeah. He that was, was dressed up as yeah, okay. with the polka dot, uh, with the, polka yeah, the yellow polka yeah, we were confused, but they didn't explain that. So I don't know what that was. Okay. So he, I saw yeah. him outside when we were lined up outside. So he was just a fan of I don't know if he was like plant a planted <laughs> fan or whatever they're called, or just um, somebody that can be addressed. But he was yeah, he was there, so I saw, but he was kind of cool. Um, but did they also show there was a funny sign? Uh, you know, you know, one of those head 
cardboard cutouts where they just cut out yeah. the person's head? Did they show uh, a cardboard cutout head of Ted Turner and it said Turner is all elite? No, no, I did not see that. That's hysterical. There was uh, a sign saying, I held my ticket for 354 days. Yeah, that would make me laugh. That was funny. There was a funny one. I love the fact that somebody cut out Bebe and hold that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, in the front row. Like, what the hell? That was yeah. hysterical. I'm like, what is going on? I saw a couple <laughs> of them lining up, too. They're like, we're going to hold up this sign. We'll I'm like, okay. Who's what ready for happening? story time with Adam Cole, baby? Oh, obviously not the crowd. They didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> At least we did in the pop. Overall, though, overall, though, fun experience, though. It was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I, I, for reasons that I don't want to get into on the show, uh-huh. um, my mind was elsewhere, so okay, I couldn't like, get yeah, into we'll it. As, about I it yeah. We, I couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. Uh-huh. Um but I am definitely going to make an effort to go back when they come around again. Yeah. And yeah. I, I want to I, I did have fun. I had a lot of fun. Good. Uh, the atmosphere was good. It was, um, it was just all around. It was good. I mean, there were no problems. I mean, there weren't idiot people in the crowd, you know, everyone. Was yeah. We had the same thing in our show. Same with our show. There was nobody, there was no dumb people in our crowd either for our yeah. show. Yeah. So it was nice. It was nice to relax. It was actually really nice to relax. <laughs> the majority of the people at our show really got into it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun at our show too. So, well, that was, you know what we can now say, but the shows that we were supposed to go to, we've got to. It's happened. We did it. We did it. Yay! It Eighteen months. We, oh, Eighteen months. We, we finally did it. We did yep. it. Yay! <laughs> so, all right, let's move on to a couple of quick other things. First of all, NXT. Um, we had the big 2.0 relaunch this week. Um, Samoa Joe vacated the NXT Championship with an undisclosed injury. I am now starting to go with people and not think this is not a real injury. Or if it's a real injury, it's an injury that Triple H originally got approved that he can wrestle. And since Triple H wasn't there this week, they said, oh, no, this is, you can't wrestle. So we're going to hit the belt off you. I feel like that's what happened here. Um, so we ended up having a fatal four-way. And Tommaso Ciampa is now the champion. I actually like that, personally. But before we get to the rest of the weirdness on this show, Tommaso Ciampa is now the NXT champion again. Goldie is back with Champa. Sal, your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, great because you know he hasn't had it in a long time, and nine hundred days, nine hundred days, and he never lost it, right? He yeah, he forfeited it, and then Johnny won it against Adam Cole in the next right. match. It was supposed to be Johnny and Champa. Then we got to finish your feud. Then we got to finish that pure epic feud. Then we got to finish it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was so long ago. It's like I couldn't even like remember. But um, yeah. I mean. I have, I mean, I have thoughts on everything. We all know this, but yeah, we'll get there in a minute. We'll get there. I do want to hear thoughts. I just, I feel like, I feel like this two thing is like forced. So that's just me. Yeah, we'll get there. The, the <laughs> thing that kind of got me is okay. They mentioned that someone with Joe's injury and he vacated the title. And did they even bring it up on television? I don't think they even brought it up on TV. Yeah, they did. They for having a chance. Like they threw it out there, like the Mojo Bacon title. They it did. wasn't brought up. They I, I think, brought up. It was just kind of like I, I think like, oh. Beth out of the three announcers, I think Beth was the one that mentioned it. Um, yeah, but but Beth does that. And, does. and uh <laughs> my whole thing is that when they had the four people picked, and all of a sudden you see what's going on back with Kyle O'Reilly. I'm oh, going, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. You know, my yeah. thing is you know. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly has shown in and out that he can perform, that he can do this, do excellent work. 
I think, no. okay, I'm going to throw something out there. I'm going to throw a theory. Okay. I'm going to throw a theory out there before you go off on your monologue. I know you're going to go off on. Go um, the theory, the theory is that, Cole, that O'Reilly wasn't like taken out of the match because because of anything. They're taking out of the match. He didn't lose again. Because it would be the third time he's lost a title match in the last seven months. I didn't want him to lose another title match. So they took him out of the match for that reason. Okay. And, which, and is then, valid, which is valid. Which is valid. Yeah. 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 Valid yeah. But then, of course, you get the amazing return of Austin Theory. Okay, we'll get to we'll get to the wedding. We'll get to the wedding. The wedding, the whole conversation on its own. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I will talk about the wedding. I love the wedding. We'll get to the wedding. But anyway, a couple of things we have to one thing. Okay, the um 2.0 Sal. I don't have opinions. We all have opinions. The logo. I've gotten used to the logo. It's not a good logo. It's not a good logo at all. I don't like the logo, but I've kind of gotten used to it. I love the new set personally. I know some people hated it. I loved it. I don't think it's an in-between. I don't think, I don't think it's an in-between here. And maybe if one of you guys can tell me it's an in-between. I love the new set. I thought it was weird when he debuted all these new people on one night. That was weird. I think it's weird that Rick Steiner, Rick Steiner is not going by the Steiner name, which is also strange to me. But they're putting him in the main event against Ciampa. That was weird. Um, overall, I, I liked the show, but this is definitely not NXT that we all know and love. So I don't know how to feel yet. Sal? So that was Steiner's okay. kid? That was Steiner's kid. Which explains the signet why he was wearing. Okay. Yeah. So, Sal, your thoughts on NXT 2.0? Um, yeah, like I said, it feels extremely forced. Um, it's, like, you, like you said, it, it doesn't feel like NXT at all. Like you could tell. I, I don't know if it's just because we know, but it's got that you know, Vince McMahon feel to it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's pretty obvious that there has been a change of guard. Um, the set. I'm in the middle. I, I don't mind. Okay. It. I don't mind it. I don't hate it. I don't mind it. I don't love it. Um, I, the whole color splash thing. It looks like an eighth grader did it. I, I, I don't, that I don't like. A part as a part of the logo, I like the lights on the ceiling. I mean, that looks kind of cool. Um, yeah, the plexiglass. Like the I'm glad that they, they changed that up. I like the fact that they have the NXT logo that changes per match. Like they have the front entrance that changed the NXT logo to the colors of the wrestler. I like that yeah. idea. And yeah. also, by the way, you notice that they got rid of a barricade, so there's no barricade anymore. Like, yeah, they, no they have that plexiglass, that and it's like you're you're staring at people's legs. So I thought that's kind like, of that weird. was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, overall, yeah. I mean, like on a scale of like one to five, one being hate it, five be it, love it. I mean, I guess I'm at like a three point two five. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I don't know if they can. I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't know if this is gonna work in the long term. Like, I, mean, I think maybe this is gonna be their way of just getting through the year contract and then move the show to Peacock. I don't, I don't think the show's gonna last. You know, God, my whole thing is you, you've got the talent that everyone's gotten used to on NXT when Sean and Triple H were running the helm. Sean well, was still running the show. Sean Hitler was still on the headset. By so the now that you have this Vince spin on it and all of a sudden these new wrestlers come out and, you know, it's like you don't really get any backstory about it. It's just like here they are in a wrestling okay, and you're supposed to either cheer for them or, or, or boo them. Okay, well, if you give me some more information about the wrestler, I can kind of make a decision. But if you just have him come out, and and this is where the fourth feeling comes out. I think like I think what they're doing is they're putting the new people up against people you know, like having somebody against LA Knight. 
You know if somebody's facing LA Knight, they're a baby face. You I, know this. If there's someone coming out and facing Imperium, they're baby faces. Like, or right. like, that's where I'm looking but, at. You know what I mean, they're trying to go based on what you know. But my thing is, I, I like to see a, a new, I guess what you call them, a new talent against another new talent and have them go together and see which one does better. That should be you interesting. Know? That should be interesting. You know, I, I, you but, know what this reminds me of? You know what this reminds me of? And I'm going to plug our buddies. I'm going to plug friends of our show, podcast, um, and Tom Stalp and Kelly Wells. They host the show NXT eight years back. That's what this feels like. The NXT eight years ago that was on the network that we all started to love with, but it was the, here's the green wrestlers. We're going to see them grow. And I have no problem with that show. I actually would watch that show, but not for two hours on a Tuesday night on USA Network. Like, that's my issue here. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at it for what it is, developmental, and you see how they're progressing and, and how they, they get better. In, no, not, I have no issue with that. I have no issue know, with that at all. But, like, my and, issue was doing it on a Tuesday night on USA Network. And, and, and I think that's what the people are, are, are used to. The, the expect is, okay, let's see how they're progressing. That Okay, we're going to throw this wrestler at you, and here it is. Yeah, so that's how, I, that's how I look at it. I guess we'll see what happens. We did bring it up. I'll bring it up again. The index letting. I was so excited for this going in. Maybe because I was excited in the storyline. I've been so into the storyline for the last, like, four or five months, and I'm so glad we've got a combination. This was the best Wesley wedding ever. I mean, the comedy that surrounded this I whole thing was just so fantastic. And, from Austin Theory, just being Austin Theory. From Austin Theory, at the beginning of the show, bringing in Damian Priest because he's not even a priest because the priest is in his name. Who cracked me up? Why, did, like, why <laughs> did I see that coming? I, 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 and, and then Damian Priest come. And then Jenny. So and then Jenny explained to him he's not a priest. Priest is his last name. By the way, why did why did Johnny have a life? I got him the entire wedding. <laughs> that was so funny. He had a life. I got him the entire time. Well, then, and, then, and then Damien going, it, it's an open bar, isn't it? <laughs> I love Damien Priest so much. But no, I love this thing. I, I from beginning to end. The fact that we came back from a break, we have the wedding march going on. I'm like, oh, we're doing this for real, aren't we? We're really doing this. <laughs> and from beginning to end, the fact that they asked, does anybody have, raise your hand if you object to this wedding? And he turned to me and asked. <laughs> I was done. I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. But then we go from there. Having all the theory be so stupid when he asked for the rings, he's like, we are in a ring, silly. What? <laughs> Come on, Austin. You're not this dumb. Um, Johnny walking in down the aisle made me laugh too because they're marching down the aisle like they rehearsed this for months. <laughs> uh, but Johnny was my favorite nigga this entire thing. Johnny, Johnny, and like, Johnny Gorgano. I, I, I just go through his, uh, his credentials and crack Mandy up when Candace pulls the ultimate wife and he's like, shut up, shut up, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> But oh, I don't know. I really enjoy it so much. The thing I like is the original officiant and how Dexter got very emotional. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll send you some people that didn't see it. So we um have the vows. We do the vows. Indy does this whole spiel talking about how she'd like to stalk her stuff. Crack me up, crack me up so much. But then he does what he does, and he does a thumbs up. The priest, <laughs> the, the, the priest gets insulted by this. So, so um. Um, we're freaking um, Dexter takes out the priest. I'm like, wonderful. Of course, the priest gets taken out. I'll tell you, but what I did not expect, 
Well, I did call it though. I called it. I was so proud of myself. Last Tuesday, I went on Twitter and I said, can Beth Phoenix be the officiant of this wedding? Can Beth Phoenix be the officiant? And then she liked and retweeted my tweet. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Well, then <laughs> when Beth got in the ring and then she, she went online and got ordained, I was cracking up laughing so hard. <laughs> we started applauding. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I, my God. I like that. Her thing by the power vested me by the internet and this website. Well, she actually plugged the website. She yes, plugged she the did. website. I watched the video. She plugged the <laughs> yes, website. She did. But that wasn't even the best part. That was not even the best part. When we get to the vows, and Indy says I do, and Dexter doesn't. Dexter goes to talk, but then Beth is like, "Well, take that of the yes." But then Dexter <laughs> covers the microphone, and he says I, and the entire building, not just the people on the, not just the wedding, the entire audience. And then he says, I do. And it was a fucking celebration. I have never seen the party. The two words words that Dexter has ever spoken. I mean, like, he said that in the place party, like, he won a fucking championship. It was amazing. That was the best reaction ever. By the way, you have to rewatch the clip. I rewatched it because I put the video up on my um, Instagram story because I cracked me up. So, but if you watch the background, Austin Theory celebrated like he's like fucking Christmas morning. But next to him, it looked like Cameron Grimes is doing this. Make it rain. Make it rain. Oh, and Beth does her thing. They kiss. The place goes fucking crazy. Like, that was a great way to end the show. Like, I was so having so much fun with it. Um, Sal, you came into the wedding not really knowing the whole storyline. But how fun with this? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wrestling weddings always end in shenanigans. So it was a nice surprise that there really wasn't any. Yeah, it was um, the jokes. There was jokes and there was what, funny stuff. What, what was like, the joke that Indy was saying about Dexter and Johnny? Oh, they was oh, able oh, to crack he, his nuts. Oh, no, that was that was last week. But when he said, um, when one night he snuck into my room and sneaked into my bed, I was like, wait, what happened? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny and Candy are going to be amazing. They're going to be amazing parents. They're going to be like amazing parents because the way storyline is the practicing for parenthood. <laughs> I, like the, I like the line Indy used where basically, oh, so Dexter was able to crack through that, 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 the barrier and, and kind of like crack Johnny's nuts. Okay, that was last week though. That wasn't this week. That was last week. She, was she, the party. No, she the also party. she also said the line. The, it, was, it was in the video package. That's what you're yeah. confused about. It was in the video okay. package. In the actual like ceremony, she didn't say yeah. that. But I, I'm sorry. It was great. Overall, I thought it was a great way to unfortunately I think that might be the highlight of NXT for the rest of the year because I don't expect NXT 2.0 to be as entertaining as that I, thing I was. don't think there's <laughs> anything that can top this. Well, also, it was like six, seven months of storyline culminating into a 20 minute wedding. Like, <laughs> that's what happened there. Yeah. Um, so, hey, quick, 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 quick. I want to get through a few quick things. First of all, MLW, yeah, they officially announced um, Jacob Fat Troopers and Hammerstone for the MLW and Open Weight Championship, the World and Open Weight Championships. This is finally happening. Sal, uh, Alexander Anderholm held the Open Weight Championship since me and Dad saw him win it at Walkershaw three, two and a half years ago. He's had this damn belt. And Jacob Fatuth had the World Championship even longer than that. So this is ridiculous. This match is, is this actually title happening. For title or is this a unification? It's a title for title. It's title for title. Okay. Title yep. for title. It's going to be interesting. I'm not sure what it's going to air on TV. I know it's being filmed this weekend in Philadelphia. So that's a big deal. This match is finally happening. There's, um, Dad, there's a rumor that uh, Fatu may be leaving MLW. 
there's a rumor. I've heard that rumor for two years now. I've heard that rumor for two years. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's happening. I'm excited for that. Uh, Ring of Honor had their pay-per-view this past weekend. Um, Joss Woods beat Jonathan Gresham to win the Pure Championship. Wow. Um, 385-day reign ended um, by Josh Woods. And apparently, it was a fantastic match, by the way. That almost ended in a draw, but Jonathan Gresham refused to have his match end in a draw. So we ended up having the rest of the match go, which is pretty cool. Um, a fighting champion he is, but Josh Woods is the champion. And then Josh Gresham put the belt on him and shook his hand afterwards. So hmm. that's pretty cool. And then we had the first um, Ring of Honor World Women's World Champion was crowned. They had a 15-woman tournament. Um, Rox T is now the um, World Cha- Women's World Championship. She beat Miranda 15... LA's. How does that work? Yeah, yeah because we had um, there was an injury. And there oh, was like, okay. um, I, there was, I mean, it made sense to be of the brackets. It, the okay. brackets. it <laughs> made sense to be of the brackets. But um, there was an injury that we had to have somebody pull out. I forgot the reasoning, but there was 15 women. But it was Rox T. She's 19 years old. Hmm. She's holding this belt, but she also beat um, Sue Sakai and Andrew the Love to get this far. Okay. So, like, that's a, those are two huge wins to get here. Like, she's, she's 19, she's only going to get better. And she looked, and, and I haven't seen the match yet, but apparently it was a fantastic match. I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it yet. I do want to watch it. Apparently, it was a fantastic match. And it's only going to, like I said, it's only going to be better. Um, New Japan, they announced Wrestle Kingdom will be three nights because New Japan is doing their 50th anniversary. So why not do Wrestle Kingdom three nights? Um, two nights will be at Tokyo Dome and one will be at a Protocol Hall. I don't know how to feel about this. But, Dad, your thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom now being three nights instead of two nights? D, my thing is, is they want to show the world that they're back. What better way to do it, you know, in with style and you sit instead of having two nights, you have three nights. Oh yeah. yeah. I hate so it. Basically, I, I, I'll watch it. I hate it, but I watch it. I'll watch but, it. <laughs> see, then you're not rushed for time for matches. You weren't last year. We had two nights last year and weren't rushed for time. <laughs> WWE don't take this other thing. Nobody wants this. Uh, but, <laughs> nobody here's wants the thing this. with new Japan. I do want to showcase their whole talent and this is the way to do it. Then do an 18 man tag like you normally do and get it over. <laughs> do like a, do like a uh, do a battle royal like you usually do. Like do that. You bring um, up you bring up the young boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing because the G1 is this weekend. I'm so excited. G1 starts this weekend. Um, I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. If you want that, go to the places. I don't have time to go through the entire thing. Both groups are here. I will ask the question. I was right. I called last year's winner. I'm excited. I called Kodabuchi last year. So we'll see dad. Predictor G1 winner, you have the number the rock the, 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 the groups in front of you. Who's winning the G1? Oh, who's winning the group? I, I, I'm, gonna, the I, I'm gonna go off on who I usually pick, and I'm going to go with uh let's see, hang on, is he in here? Who? Uh Osprey. No, he is no. not in the he is not no. in the G1 this year. He is in the no. he is actually defending the 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 interim championship in America right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, my my dark horse candidate is going to be evil. Evil. I don't see that happening at all. Actually, I'm not looking forward to his matches at all in this tournament. I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, because uh, I, I'm looking at and you know the person that I would have was Suzuki, but I'm going to go. My, I'm actually I'm my my A block winner. I think is going to be Tenzin Naito. Our B block winner is going to be Jeff Cobb, and I think Jeff Cobb is going to win. The G1 and face Shinsuke Takagi on January 4th. Wow. I think that's what's going to happen. That is going to be my pick this year. I was right last year. That, I was almost right the year before. That, so that, 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 would, that, would, be a, that would be a great match. Well, Jeff Cobb did just kind of call it Okada. 
So I like, just built Hana. Yeah. So so all right. That being said, let's get out of here. We are actually at the hour mark here. I'm not going to be an attempt to play the music because I don't know if this is going to work. So Sal, Sal, Dad, what as long as we ending the show because this is your choice. But, uh, hey, we're, we're ending the show with my song uh, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Loggins. Which is funny because they played that at church a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> so I'm about to go to church. Mm. That was fun. So Sal, what take it away. Go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, uh, go to our website, theblakeandsalshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Uh, and by the way, if you're going to go on our Instagram page and you're going to have a conversation about wrestling, be respectful and don't call me a dickhead because I don't agree with your thoughts. That's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to throw that out there because I had to block somebody for just being an asshole and actually calling me an absolute dick for not agreeing with everything he was saying. Uh, anyway, um, we're part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association and the National Podcast Association. For more information, go to podcastassociations.com. By the way, um, sounds like we might be doing a live show from Wizard World again this year. So that's exciting. Uh, more information on that coming soon. So, um, Dad, take it away. Take it away. Hey, uh, I'm going to basically say this. And, and it's due to the uh, increase of corona cases being reported because of the the variant. So I'm going to get my soapbox and I'm going to say this safe distance, wash your hands, wear a flipping mask. I don't care if you're sweating through it, wear a flipping mask, or if you don't want to wear a mask, get vaccinated. It's very simple, or very both. easy. Or both. Or both. Or both. Yeah, very simple. <laughs> Four easy steps to do. That's going to take this disease and bring it to its knees. If you don't, you got no one to blame but yourself. Well, there you go. Um, next week. Oh, can I go on a soapbox too? That sounds like go fun. for yourself. Go for go yourself. Ahead. Go. Um, don't be a bitch. Okay. Don't be a bitch. Um, stop complaining. Uh, the vaccine's been out for a while. No one has turned into aliens yet. No one has grown extra limbs yet. And it's approved. Um, and it's approved. And it's approved. And it's approved. And <laughs> And I'm going to say this, if you're refusing it now and we know that it's effective, we know that it's safe, mm-hmm. you're just a little bitch, you're finding, you're, you're trying to make up any excuse to be a bitch. And then I also want to say, this is controversial, I'm going to warn you now, Go for it. If, you, if, you're, if you refuse the vaccine now and now you're going to get sick, you don't deserve to go to the hospital. I'm sorry, because Ooh, now you're taking beds like that, away though. from people that like are that, legitimately though. sick. There was a guy that passed away. I don't know if you saw in Alabama or one of those states down there yeah. who was having a heart attack and went to like 40 different hospitals and all the hospitals had no beds because they were all full of COVID patients. So yes. if you're refusing the vaccine, that. if you're refusing the vaccine now and you're sick, fuck off. Go home by and die way, because you're taking way. beds away from people that need it. By the way, Sal, that was very controversial. That Zoom put the thumbs up on your screen when you said that. There was a thumbs up on your Because the other room. issue is, <laughs> who do you listen to? Is somebody listening to us? Yes. Here's the other issue. Here's the other issue you bring up is if your employer is telling you that you need to get the vaccine and as part of you staying on the job, look at it this way: they're looking out for your safety and well-being. Don't think of it as you're infringing on my rights. Think of it as a protective measure. If you don't like it, then you can go someplace else. 
Also, two quick things. First of all, I have to have a vaccine to work. My job is now mandated vaccines, so that's number one. And um, number two, um, for people that want to stay sane, say out of the comment section. So that's where people piss off people. That's where people think you're doctors. So they have the comment section. I'll just throw that out there. Right. Um, <laughs> um, next week, next week, um, due to some scheduling on my end, I have some appointments I got to deal with. Sounds going to have to leave off. Me and Dad are going to do Extreme Rules with Rich Fan from the PW Tour. To talk to him. He'll be doing <laughs> next week to take South Spot just because of some issues on my end. Um, we'll talk about the Extreme Rules, and I'm going to be continually bitter that, that the 20 Wars are going head to head with the Extreme Rules. So I'm still very bitter about that. Extremely bitter that's happening. Um, that being said, uh, I'm, I'm, don't get me started. Um, next week, that, that's the video. That all being said, let's get out of here. I got to go help. I got to go help a um, 13 year old with homework. So I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody. Hey, everyone. Be nice to each other. Be kind to each other, because that what makes the world go round, baby.